Sebastian Ross is a businessman and politician who migrated from Poland to London, England. Member of Liberty, a paleo-libertarian-style party in Poland, he ran for the European Parliament in 2019, winning an impressive number of votes from the Polish migrant population in Britain, outstripping his homeland's ruling party, Law and Justice. In this interview, we briefly discuss the mood and political disposition of Polish people in Western Europe. We also discuss politics back in his home country, as well as getting into his personal convictions on issues ranging from the EU, libertarianism, and this strange liberal world we find ourselves contending with today. This was a fun conversation with Sebastian, and we hope to have him back soon. Please excuse the audio quality. It sounds like we're communicating over CB radio. This was a production mistake on my part, relying on Skype's native recording feature. Again, sorry for the low quality. Yeah, so uh, like I said before, um, you know, I I was uh, introduced to you by your Facebook because um, I'm just following pretty much everything when it comes to speaking out against the lockdowns across, uh, you know, Ireland, Britain, across the world, and you popped up in my feed somehow. Um, I showed this to um, my Polish ex. Uh, she looked you up. She saw Confederation and said, "No, no, no! Don't talk to this guy." Uh, so I'm excited. He will kill you over the phone. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, Confederation, uh, you, um, you, you are in um, the uh, Liberty Party, you call? Yeah, it's coalition of three mm. parties, with Liberty, Libertarian Party, uh, there is a Nationalist Party, Young Nationalist, they call themselves, pretty much, and there is Catholic Party, which is the smallest party in our coalition. So we have 11 MPs, five from us, five from them, and one from the Catholic Party. And that's uh, pretty impressive from all the things I hear about uh, the um, w- what I would think of actually as, as a very oppressive and fascist country like um, Poland. In terms of uh, pol- uh, voting shenanigans, um, you, you did quite well. Um, and you also ran for MEP yourself in 2019 under the uh, Confederation banner. Yeah, uh, well done for that. It's no small task to run for office. I'd actually seen polling done uh, in um, in terms of uh, how the uh, Polish in the UK had voted in the MEP elections, and you came uh, second place uh, above Law and Justice, which is pretty impressive. So. You've obviously got a um, a strong-minded type of Polish person living in Britain. I'm noticing a lot of Polish voices in Ireland um, making a ruckus over this lockdown. Do you find that Ireland and Britain have been left with the best of the Polish, while the uh, law and justice types have migrated back home? Uh, do you know what? It's difficult to say. It's difficult to say. Uh, uh, before, uh, like six years ago, there was an opposition party in power. People were fleeing uh, Poland. 
Uh, then uh, PIS came to power, people were fleeing. Whatever happened now, all over the Europe, even UK, you see those jobs, uh, people were losing jobs and everything. So obviously this year you cannot compare to any other years. People were, were, were doing uh, very crazy decisions. You know, lockdown here, lockdown there, there, what should I do? There is no job here, let me go back to my family. So let's, let's keep this year. Mm. But uh, previous years, people were still uh, net migration was uh, bigger, uh, more people were leaving Poland than coming back, but slower and slower and slower. And if we include this year, I would say, yeah, more people are coming back because of whatever is happening. Uh, uncertainty as well with the uh, uh, Brexit. We don't know if the United Kingdom would leave uh, European Union eventually. <laughs> I've heard today that we don't know yet. It may be transition that <laughs> can be extended, which is funny again, man. It's like over four years. Uh, so I don't know. But yeah, uh, difficult life. Life in Poland is slower, nicer, safer. Uh, Money-wise, I don't know. It's still annoying. If you know, if you make, like I said, mention, you make in the UK, don't know about Ireland, you make 12,500 or 13,000 for next year, I believe, uh, pounds, and it's your 13,000 pounds, when virtually in Poland is nothing. It's 700 pounds, I believe. I don't even lie, it's nothing, man. And whatever you make over is not yours, that's only tax. And then you have national insurance, which is in Poland 300 pounds a month, even before you start the job. It's not like here. You know, eventually I made you quit and I'm going to give you some some on national insurance you, you have to pay 300 quid every month for poland to start a job uh there's more and more yeah yeah it's developing poland is developing still but uh, we still have communist uh government uh, mentality of uh like offices whereas uh, like office workers whatever whatever you can you can uh fix over the phone in here you know whatever you need you just call or, or type on the internet in Poland, you, you have to still physically go to the bloody office, there, wait in the queue, and then see the, the office worker yourself and talk to him, show him your ID first. He, he looks into your face like a like police officer. Okay, what do you want from me? And then he starts. That's <laughs> <how it is. laughs> uh, sounds like a 1980s Ireland. Yeah. And uh, I, a Polish friend had actually described uh, Poland as... Um, Ireland but 20 or 30 years ago yeah um, to the point that uh, not so long ago you had uh, horse-drawn buggies as a <laughs> common transport yeah, <laughs> yeah. Now, obviously not obviously not if you if you went there yeah it looks like any other European country now but mentality of people is still I uh, do uh, you know what I don't blame people for that because you go to the shop the the the, the shop worker wouldn't look at you and wouldn't even ask you, you know, if can I help? Uh, you just have to pick whatever you want from the shelves, uh, and they, they will charge you. They wouldn't say, how are you? They, they wouldn't say, bye. Remember, we live through communist times, yeah? And uh, whoever you didn't know could be like, a, you know, start, you know, secret police officer. And there's, there's not the case in Poland that a stranger comes into you up to you on the street and said, hey, how are you? What's your name? He's like, fuck off, man. Who the fuck are you? <laughs> you like police, you KGB, whatever, you know, that's, that's what, that's what first thing you go, you go Poland and, and you see first thing, you know, for the strangers. Once you get to know people there and they become your friends, yeah, it's obviously completely different. Mm. Oh, yeah, well, you know, <laughs> the, the, 
the um, Polish sensibilities are uh, lovely. You know, I, I, I would think so. Um, so uh, you guys culturally are at home in the UK, do you think? Uh, do you know what? Not really. I wouldn't say so. We try to stick to our friends. Yeah, many people are. Many people are uh, living in London. I've lived in London for 15 years. So they, they're like diff, different mentality. They like big city. They like new friends every time. They like new, uh, even say, let's say, lovers every night and every. I'm not the kind of person. I try to keep with my friends. Obviously not Polish only. Eastern Europe, uh, English, Irish. Uh, I've never been to Ireland though. You know, I'm, I, I just uh, I feel so sorry. I want to go there and and you know and see how Irish people are. I met a few in, in London, obviously, but I don't know even what part Ireland they're from, whatever. But I would like to, to see Irish people how they are. But Londoners, they did different. And on top of it, yeah, you've probably been to London. London is not England, really. You see, like, you see so many people from different places, you know, that you, you would know something. You go on the street in London and you ask for the, the way how to get there. Nobody knows really, mate. I don't live here. I just work, you know, don't ask me but for streets. But, no, we try to keep uh, our, our community here. I'm in a small town. I moved out of London. I'm so happy here that we have so many friends in here. But mostly, mostly they're Polish, uh, Belarus, how do you call it? Why Russia? Belarus, we call it, yeah. Uh, Ukraine, maybe Czech Republic, most, mostly Eastern Europeans. Okay, interesting. Yeah, I kind of got that vibe off you guys all these years. And uh, in the past month or so, I've been trying to work out in my head uh, how many Polish people do you need in a given town before a Polish shop is opened? Because I love your guys' food. Yeah. Um, I'm waiting for one to reopen here in my little town. So um, I, I'd like to know a little more about uh, Confederation, um, the uh, alliance that you're a part of. You uh, seem to be labeled as far right by a, a few lone voices out there. I noticed that definitely in the Polish-speaking internet, there's a few more voices that would label you as far right. Um, I, I, I share your point of view that um, these uh, labels are uh, kind of meaningless and weaponized. Um, wh where would you situate um, not confederation as a whole, because you're a very broad alliance, but um, your particular party and you yourself? We're definitely libertarians. If you want to call it right, yeah, we definitely call ourselves right. And if people want to call us uh, far right, and if you want to get freedom for yourself and for your neighbors, for your family, you can call me far right because I want a proper freedom for us and not like a half freedom, yeah? If it's, if it's far, then it's far, whatever, whatever uh, people call us. Uh, like you said, many, many labels mean nothing. And, and actually, they are upside down. What we are for, mm. you decide for your family, for yourself. Uh, you work for yourself. You educate your children. Obviously, uh, there are, there are school, you have to really in UK, in Poland as well, the whole Europe. You have to send your children to school. Uh, by the way, it's uh, from 1930s, uh, from uh, Hitler's um, uh, rule that all children must be sent to school. Ooh, so, very Prussian. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, Prussian, exactly. And um, uh, what I was going to say, then, yeah, like everything's upside down, like terms, like I said, fascism, Benito Mussolini described fascism 
in a very simple words, nothing against the state, nothing outside the state, everything within the state. So, like I said, he's a new God. He said to his people, you don't have a God anymore. I'm your new God. The state is your new God. And whatever I say, you do whatever I say. And people just, I don't know, some of them fell off, fell for, fell for this. Some were forced to, to do it. And then, yeah, that's how, that's how it works. They call, uh, they call often people like us Nazis, maybe not, us not, us really try to label as fascists. But na Nazis, Nazis, in fact, na Nazis, they want national socialism. That's how the abbreviation, what it means. National socialists, we have nothing with socialists to do with socialists, especially national socialists. So it's just meaningless, meaningless uh, labels, uh, like similar, like I said, there are now situations in UK with uh, football players, uh, for like supporters actually who were booing um, players who take a knee for uh, like BLM is a party now I've heard in USA and obviously they straight away they labeled uh, racist because they have not they don't want nothing to do with this organization so like I said they they call us often uh, far right whatever whatever it means for them I don't care we libertarians we 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 believe we uh, most of us maybe not. All of us, but most of us are Christians, Catholics, and uh, uh, like I said, we try to. Obviously, we live in a country uh, where you have to pay your taxes. Uh, obviously, you have to pay taxes for your for defense, for the army, for the police, for uh, courts, for the justice system. But that's it. Really, we would like to abolish even the national health service. That's a sacred cow in UK, which is you know mm. what happened now exactly. And, and our leader was talking about it. Uh, party leader Janusz Korwin-Mikke was talking about it for years. You will see eventually if you if you give them life, your life to them, you pay money to them like for for years. Eventually you will see what happened, and they came. Uh, sorry, even I remember Major Farage was trying like ten years ago, I believe, in UK start something about privatization of NHS, and the people were like, what the hell are you talking about? Change your tune, uh, and then he then he said, no, 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 it must be national. Yes, it, it definitely is. Um, like you say, the uh, uh, sacred cow. Uh, myself, I have. Uh, uh, I'm I'm the grandson of a Irish Republican revolutionary, so I'm. Uh, you know, the, the, the socialism is in my blood. Um, I only like exited that cult about uh, 15 years ago now. So. For me, it's still stuck in my head, as I'm sure it is with uh, almost uh, anyone who isn't even socialist in Britain and even in Ireland and other Anglo uh, countries. What would you have in place of this? Would you, you're out and out libertarian, so private healthcare? What would you do to assuage people's fears that, like, well, you know, there are the misfortunate in society. We need the government to go out and directly help those people with uh, your stolen tax money. If we let the government take care of our health, we, we have what we have. Now, remember, if you if you let government to rule over you and, you know, dictate you how to live, they can any time change their tune and they can do whatever they did. Now, we say, no, it's a national health service. We stop. We're not treating now uh, cancer or strokes or heart attacks. Mm -hmm. Heart attacks. Now we have different uh, sickness, uh, disease. Uh, only is only uh, op we only open for that disease. There are good people and people on the west and east 
they call themselves, obviously they call us fascists, so, so it must be if we're fascists, they're good people, they take care of these people. If there is a community and there is a good person amongst them and got sick, obviously there are mm-hmm. people who are helping her, you know, to, to live with them. And they, people that just don't believe that, uh, that, that there used to be like this always, that people would help each other, that churches, that charities would help each other. Now, what, what the charities are for now? They for like for big salaries for the for CEOs, whatever they called it in the charity. So yeah, people should help. They should, mm-hmm. First of all, you should you have to be good person because you have to have family has to love you, your friends have to like you, your community has to like you because you help you're helping them all your life, and eventually you got sick, something happened. So yeah, let's say this family doesn't have this much mm-hmm. money. Let's help this guy. Let's help this woman. Let's help this child. Because they're good people, let's help him. Hmm. Otherwise, we're in the mess we are now. That definitely, yeah, that that resonates with me. Um, I think it was about 10 years ago that our, our national health service here in Ireland uh, basically um, sent out a memo to dentists in relation to people on the medical card. It basically just said, yeah, just yank out their teeth. Don't don't do any of these expensive uh, things just pull out their teeth it's grand uh so that's uh yeah that's where socialism gets you i guess in the end yeah and mm. like i said if even if they try to feed children they said okay you have to feed and everything so they can anytime i'll tell you what for example uh there is a school in wales uh which will which was tested for covid like the whole school they shut the school and they tested every child in there. And I was thinking, what the hell? What, which parents let it happen? And suddenly during the day, they locked the school and they started testing all children. It was, I never found out, it was a school for disabled children. Obviously, go- government provides for these children, but then government treats their children as their children. Their children. They're not your children, parents, sorry. Mm. We've them all their life. Oh, so shut up. We're shutting the school up. We're going to test your children. I mean, our children, sorry. And you have nothing to say. Unfortunately, that's how it works. Uh huh. Well, I guess if I feed you, I own you. Exactly. Hmm. Right. Uh, let's turn the focus over to Poland in the conversation. Uh, your country is ruled by the Law and Justice Party (PIS), which I will say for short. Uh, they're they're quite corrupt, um, as far as I can see. Uh, to to maintain their power um, with uh, election shenanigans and what have you. I find it strange that um, earlier when we were talking uh, in in the Confederation Alliance, uh, you share a space with a nationalist party that is somewhat socialist. So it would kind of scream to me that things must be so bad over there in Poland that you need to ally yourself with socialists. You can tell no really libertarian party uh, gained any success over the world in the last years. Uh, Ron Paul uh, in the USA, he tried, tried and tried twice. He ran for president and I think eventually he got 1.3 million votes. That was the most he gathered. In every in in every single election, uh, in one single election only, and then uh, yeah, we really because of the like strong leader, we had the success when we gained uh, eight hundred thousand votes in the previous election. We didn't get there because of uh, voting irregularities. I'd say in previous elections we didn't 
get uh, uh, the number of votes which would allow us to get into parliament uh, because uh, what Polish government did just to keep us away from the power, they set the threshold, which is they say 5% you have to have minimum to get into the parliament, otherwise you're too small and you're just like annoying person, you know, a few people going around the parliament, we don't want you there. So we didn't get there. Uh, so eventually we decided to get into alliance with the uh, nationalists, the young nationalists, they call themselves, with the true socialists. And then um, uh, we're going to change the, the, the socialism, we're going to build better socialism. But they were kept away as well because there's old, you know, sharks in the power. They don't want, young, you know, young boys there. So, uh, and we used to be enemies of them, like, and, and like rivals, I'd say, not enemies, but rivals. And then eventually we decided we have to come together because otherwise not you nor us, we have a chance to get there. We did get it to, in last election to the parliament, but the most important thing was to uh, every single commission, electoral commission, to get our people to them to the commission. And we did it in Poland, we did it in UK, where is the biggest immigration. Uh, maybe USA is the biggest. In USA, if uh, people don't know, there's 10 million Poles there is roughly 35 in Poland, there is 10 million Poles in USA, and there is, I'd say, more, maybe uh, 2 million in here, UK and Ireland together. So, yeah, we, we decided to mobilize people, and uh, we were like, we had people in every commission, and we got that. Uh, we got uh, 6.5, I believe, percent. And we're in a parliament, 11 of us, five of uh, like libertarians five nationalists and one fellow from Catholic party. We try our best. Obviously, they're not happy with us. Uh, obviously, we're not the, the strong voice, but uh, probably the same in Ireland and UK, yeah, I know. Uh, like TV would transmit, uh, there will be transmission from the parliament, from the, from the meetings and everything, and they don't like it. Polish TV don't like, doesn't like whatever we say. The taxes must be lower. Uh, people have to have more freedom why people are running away from Poland, why people have to work in UK and Ireland, uh, why we not we don't like our young people, they, they finish the school and they just run away. So yeah, we're really annoying to them because they part, they're the old parties, main parties, they're part of establishment, they sold to European Union. I'll tell you a funny thing, uh, uh, the, they say they, they, they see uh, PIS, Law and Justice Party, as a uh, as anti-EU, <laughs> however, they uh, signed the uh, what a Lisbon Treaty. They did sign this party signed the Lisbon Treaty. So it's just a, it's just a game. It's just a theater uh, in front of our eyes. They know there's uh, like quite a lot anti-EU sentiments in Poland. So they feel okay. Let's play anti-EU party. It's similar like Tories mm -hmm. in, in UK. And uh, I don't know about Irish parties. I have to start reading a bit more about Irish parties, but it's probably the same in your country. It would be great if we had even uh, one representative in our parliament that had the libertarian voice, but we certainly don't have that. We don't even have one anti-European Union voice, uh, not even the tiniest bit of skepticism. Uh, so we are definitely in a worse position than uh, you guys are in Poland. Uh, so I would uh, count my blessings if I were you. Uh, if you see the polls, like, uh, yeah, we currently at 10%, which under the system, don't system, 
I don't know what's in Ireland, oh, would give us instead of 11 now, I'd say like 40 of us. That's that's the power. Then that's a, that's a, that's a strong voice. Then is uh, 460, I believe, of uh, MPs. But like 40, we would if there was elections today, we would have 40 of us. So you see this uh, going in a progressively better direction than in terms of uh, taking the Polish parliament. Is that something that's actually in sight? Yeah, you see, you could say the worse, the better. Yeah, you understand what I mean. If the worst situation, economic situation, the better for us. It's mm. all like that. But I don't like it really. You know, it, it, I would like, I would like it would be better, and we we wouldn't have to exist. Listen, I came to UK to make money, to live live normal life, but seeing what's going on all over the Europe, you know, and even like especially Poland, like the country is sinking. You think, oh my God, it's, it can't be like that because eventually we're gonna we're gonna cease to exist like we did. Like we only hundred years, last hundred years on the map, we we, we wouldn't exist because it was Russia, Prussia, and uh, Austrian Austrian Empire. And we we like last hundred years on the map, and you're thinking, oh my God, it's gonna happen again. So uh, so I'm not the person thinking, oh my God, the, the worse the better. Eventually, in four years, the Poland will be ruined that much that we're gonna rule uh, rule Poland. No, it's not the case. But yeah, we keep trying, and hopefully, whenever whenever PIS is is voting for the good cause, we do with them. We would, but mm. mostly they don't. Mostly they don't. More borrowing. More socialism, or children is gonna pay, or grandchildren is gonna pay this debt eventually. But we're gonna borrow now, and if if the Poland Poland will stop existing on the map, so what? Whatever. There is European Union, which is better now. <laughs> so if I may uh, get into uh, your personal politics, your party's politics and confederation, just a little more. I, I think I briefly mentioned that you have some detractors online in the both uh, English-speaking and a Polish-speaking realm that would label you as far-right or neo-Nazi. Uh, something that uh, jumped out to me, the tweet concerning the uh, Jewish interests guilting the Polish people out of money. I didn't get to read this tweet as it was uh, in Polish. I couldn't uh, translate it as it wasn't text. It was a screenshot. What, what would prompt you to uh, criticize the Jewish people? And it, as a whole, uh, do you tar the Jewish people with the same brush? Uh, of, of, of course not. So, like I said, we 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 led the conversation about Ireland a little bit and uh, Poland a little bit, and we could say, okay, oh yeah, you Sebastian Ross. Uh, so all Polish people must be like you because you just spoke to me. It's not the case. Never it is. So the last elections uh, in Poland last year was uh, was a, one of the main topics because for the last two years in the American Congress there is a. Uh, the congressmen, they decided that uh, there is a group, there is a corporation, there's a group of uh, Jewish people in the US which uh, said that there were some Jewish people which were killed by, uh, oh, in Polish concentration camps, which is obviously is, is not right with German concentration camps, uh, but they were killed. They never had children, they never had grandchildren, but because they were Jewish, uh, whatever left there, in Warsaw, in many cities, uh, properties, uh, lands, we have to take it over because we're Jewish. 
oh my god, that the, the law like like this doesn't exist in the world. What if there was a what if there was a German car in UK standing on the street and that the, the owner died, he didn't have, he didn't have a children, and then some German people came in here. Listen, look, it's a Mercedes, it's a German car. <laughs> You know how how can he do this? He's, 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 he's now he stays in the country. I'm sorry, government takes it over. Obviously, whoever owned the property and can prove uh, he, he's a grandson or grand granddaughter of the person who owned the property. Yeah, that's yours. Yeah, because communists took over quite a lot. Nazis first, and then communists took it over, but not. Uh, to the uh, from the person who never had children, the law it doesn't exist in any country in the world. So uh, even the ruling party, Law and Justice, said no, we're not gonna pay a penny, and and that's it because obviously they were struggling for votes of Polish people. They said no, the law doesn't exist, and there was big discussion, and then the 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 the, the attack started, and in Polish newspapers. You could see like Poland is the most anti-Semitic country in the world. And then I tweeted, guys, don't listen because I live in UK and I've seen like every year, this once, whatever happens, uh, it says, no, UK is the most, uh, is the most anti-Semitic country. Oh, France is the most anti-Semitic country. Wherever there is a business of this corporation, they would pay like journalists to, to write articles like this and put them into the papers, right? Uh, so I tweeted like, guys, don't follow for it. Uh, there are a group of wise guys uh, which are trying to distort money from uh, people using using your guilt. So don't really care about these articles in the paper. That's it. That, that was it. Like I said, like we cannot say someone is labeling Jewish community community because they are Jews in Israel, they are Jews in Poland, in Germany, France, UK, USA. So how can you like say if there is a group of wise guys who are trying to distort money said like all Jewish are I wouldn't say Ben Shapiro is like some one of the wise guys socialists trying to distort money from anyone because whatever he says is like you have to earn your money, you have to, you know, deserve your money, not take it from anyone. So yeah, obviously the somebody used it, used that tweet because they were really, really scared of Confederation and it was like big presence of uh, Confederate voters. Uh, in 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 the UK, so they tried everything, but it never it, it, it never went further. Like Facebook, I don't remember if it was Facebook or Twitter. I don't, I don't really care. Never removed the tweet because they know it was nothing there really. And I said in the tweet that uh, when I lived mm. in London, uh, I used to do quite a lot of business with Jewish people. Always nice, always good money, good paid, always whatever. Agreed, always paid. So yeah, the good 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 businessmen they are. Mm. So you're you're not the type that uh, believes that there's a worldwide Jewish conspiracy to um, take your pick, uh, bomb the moon, or what have you. I I, I wouldn't say that PIS, uh, law and justice, they're Jewish, but they try and take over everything we have in Poland. So <laughs> yeah, obviously people looking for like easy target. Oh, they must be he must be Jewish. So I always mm. say to Polish people, guys. If you if you don't mind, if you, if you think the Jewish guys are making too much money, just be like them. Make a lot of money mm. and just be like them. And not start complaining. Oh, because they have. To, don't complain. Just just you know, uh, just be like them. That's the best way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, watch and learn. Yeah, because uh, for for sure uh, the the reason why they were able to be scapegoated by Hitler uh, when he came to power 
uh, was simply because they're they're just very good at uh, keeping business among themselves and um, you know educating their children and uh, you know cooperating with each other. I think we can do with a lot more of that. I'll tell you um, in any country. I'll tell you what you're right. You're exactly right. Hey, they never trusted any government. They were like they they had their own communities helping each other. Borrowing money, they didn't have to go to the bank because they would borrow money to their family or cousins and building their empires, never trusting the government. It's a philosophy to live by. Exactly. So we've cleared up that you're not a anti-Semitic fascist. But um, we, we, nothing really. There's a lot of negative portrayal in the English-speaking world of the uh, young fellas that you would see out in um, the streets and their tens of thousands, sometimes uh, hundreds of thousands on your National Independence Day and, uh, you know, marches against immigration or what have you, um, tarring these people as, uh, you know, Nazis, basically, neo-Nazis. Where do you stand on this, uh, you know, uh, flavor of uh, individual that will be hitting the street in Poland? What are they um, demonstrating for or against? The march started roughly, I'd say, 10 years ago. Uh, there was a current opposition was in the power. So the, the, the people were not really happy with the government. It's mostly the march is anti-government and it's always take place on, uh, in, in November, 11th of, of November, and it's exactly two, uh, 1,918 Yeah, we got uh, independence. We, we, we came back to the map. We were not on the Europe map of the Europe. So last year was uh, 100 years anniversary, so I went there to see, and it was so amazing. It was 250,000 people, but remember, no country in Europe likes when is there some initiative taken by people. That's why, obviously, they had to label uh, the march as a whatever they they wanted, yeah, Nazi, fascist, and and whatever. And uh, obviously, the, the families with children, uh, there are uh, football supporters. I said, yeah, there are football supporters which do not support any party because for them, any every party, they crooks, they cheaters. We do not support any party because I, when I was running for the uh, European elections, I spoke to one fellow from Warsaw, so listen, I know you know lots of football supporters, and uh, maybe, you know, you could help me with a vote, it would be a thousand, but he said, no, mate, listen, I know you, I know you're a good guy, but no, we just promised ourselves never any politicians, whatever, we just like, we're just normal people living in Warsaw, so we remember like German occupation, and we want to manifest our, you know, love for, for country, and obviously, like I said, when it's quarter of a million people, there are crazy people uh, who, who come there to have a few drinks, uh, show off a few signs, which are not supposed to be there, but there is uh, like guards of the march which which take care of the march. And if there are things like this, they call police straight away, and they say they ask police to remove them because they say well, they know with us, take them away. But remember, TVs they like provocations. I've been to London uh, manifestation, this uh, protest against the lockdown. I've seen how they work. Uh, I've seen they come from nowhere, suddenly they're showing like Roman salutes, like Hitler salutes, and suddenly whenever they do it, there's like five cameras around them and taking pictures and sending to the to the newspapers, oh, they came again through the war. So many, it was like 250,000 people marching and no car was burned, no building was damaged. And you see the, the mm. Paris, 
you look at the USA of BLM protests, man, you see what hap what's happening there. The people are losing their lives, the, the shops are burnt and the, 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 the windows are broken and everything in Warsaw, never, never. I'm very familiar with the uh, media's way of spinning just about anything. And also, yeah, um, I've, I've even personally seen people show up at protests, do something clearly dodgy in the line of sight of cameras, and they just melt back into the crowds. So I can personally understand how if you get a quarter of a million people together in this one city, um, there's going to be some kind of trouble uh, there's going to be some divergent opinions. So thank you for enlightening me on uh, what that is, because I've just heard from the left that they're a bunch of Nazis. And I heard from the right that they're, you know, wonderful nationalists fighting for freedom. It's kind of hard to know what is uh, up and what is down. If it was 250,000 Nazis on the street, man, I wouldn't go that far. I'd be scared. <laughs> yeah, you you make a good point. Yeah, uh, where would they even come from anyway? Yeah. So I've noted that you um, your uh, alliance confederation is well. I mean, come on, strange bedfellows, you know, libertarians with socialists. We here in Ireland have a kind of a similar situation to what you had in Poland a while ago, where um, you were trying to break a very solid uh, parliament, um, you, you know, PIS. Uh, for us, it's the duopoly of Fianna Fáil and Fine Gael, And then there's the um, tertiary parties that... Uh, pretend to be in opposition, but never are really. Do we need in Ireland specifically? I know you don't know much about our situation, but um, also generally in the world, do we need to join left with right, uh, socialist with libertarian, uh, to break this um, authoritarian monster that uh, seems to be running rampant right now? Do you know what is, is that the, a possibility even like i said I, and you admitted i don't know the situation there so i don't know if you have at least like a mini parties like this who could which could join together to just break this establishment is so difficult uh for example in uk is impossible because we i watched the uh, i i lived in uh, southeast london kent almost kent it was so i met a few times 10 years ago nigel farage and then, uh, so I met him a few times, and so I started watching him or whatever his successes are. Uh, I'm really, really sorry he became more and more socialist in the recent years. I, I liked when Godfrey Bloom was, uh, he's, uh, you know, he's like a um, partner in the party, he's a libertarian. But uh, under this UK system, like first past the post, there's no possible to even break this you know, vicious circle, you have like Labour, Tories, and they always rule, and some Lib Dems. I don't know about UK, difficult to tell me, but if you have to, just, just you, you have to, like I said, I mentioned, we libertarians, we beat all the party, and young nationalists, the young party, which they think they're gonna uh, break the establishment, that's why they needed us, we needed them. Uh, luckily, uh, the, the, the 11th fellow, uh, a Catholic fellow is pro free market, pro free choice, and everything. He's so 
uh, like uh, um, uh, anti-socialist, pro-capitalist. So it's, it's like kind of you could say is uh, five and a half of us, then it's only five of them. Where wherever, whenever, uh, sorry, but but he's they like him mm. from the side that he's a strong Catholic, but at the same mm. uh, free marketer. I don't know about Ireland. You have to do something because I can see even your lockdown, man. I've seen the scenes from Ireland is bad. It, if, if, I don't think even the UK was that bad than the Ireland. And the, the 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 most annoying thing and painful thing is that people eventually who have enough, they just leave, isn't it? Because Irish people leave for Australia, for USA. They think, oh my God, it's not country for me. Let, let, I'm leaving. Yeah. Uh, Polish people. Every generation. Have, say again. Every generation that happens. Yeah. But yeah. I know that. Italy, Italy, uh, yeah, Italians, Irish and Polish, they like a big community in, in USA, I know. And then, yeah, that's that's sad that you have to leave your country because you think, oh, my God, nothing's going to change in here. Let me go. Uh, for Polish people who lived under communists, so obviously Ireland was an attractive country. I don't know how about now if Polish people are coming or leaving. I don't know. But, yeah, it's... It's so annoying. I don't know, mate. It's difficult to say. I can see in UK, no chance. No chance in UK. Uh, it was Czech Republic. At some point, they had libertarians in Europe Parliament, uh, but they never succeeded in their parliament. And uh, Poland, I think, is there, like on the Europe, map of Europe, like 11 of us. It's like people watching us and hoping that it's going to be it's gonna be more of us. But I don't know, mate. Just, just to finish, looking even in USA, there is no... There, I don't think there is... A, there is a, like libertarians there. I don't know about uh, like single states, but the whole USA all over. Uh, every president which they elected, he, he says, "Oh, I'm gonna end every war. There will be no wars anymore." They always say it. they never do it. I can see Donald mm -hmm. Trump tried a little bit, never succeeded. Though I just I'm disappointed with uh, with. Uh, I'm I'm hoping I'm looking at my country as, as a whole. <laughs> It's quite a dark note that we've gone on here, Sebastian. <laughs> listen, I know, I know, I know. Listen, lots of friends. That's what I do. I decided. Obviously, I keep trying because the next elections are mm -hmm. coming in like three years' time. Uh, but I try to keep lots of friends around me. Uh, we meet together. During the whole lockdown, we didn't stick to any rule. We were meeting in one house, another house, going, going outside uh, whenever it was hot. I said to guys, listen, guys, they can nothing they can do to us. Let's meet outside with our children, families. Even one day we went, we put our, on our Facebook pages that we're gonna meet on the like, uh, you know, fire to like a barbecue in the forest. Mm. We had police watching us what we're doing in a barbecue. <laughs> they knew it's a lockdown, and it can be, and it can be 30 people only. It was a it was a maximum meeting outside. And they were, they were asking, are you really going to the, like, the, to the forest to do the fire? And they're like, barbecue, yeah. And because we, we, we were told that you're going to do something bad. And they're like, what, mate, come with us. <laughs> you, you like Polish sausage? Come with us. I'll give you Polish sausage. <laughs> and, then, and then, oh, man, friends, family, that's you, what you can do now. The, the hope is left is going so crazy now. Then, then eventually they will start fighting between each other. You know, you see... I don't know if you've seen the mm. uh, post I've seen somewhere yesterday on Twitter that uh, uh, some black community black community put uh, online that a white person cannot be trans because uh, that that's a, that's only black person can be trans uh, transsexual. Right. I was like, what 
lockdown, hell, man. <laughs> they started what? each other. I don't, I don't remember why, because mm-hmm. it's so crazy, man, and funny. I didn't read why they said, but I can send you this poster. And they, they, they started fighting between each other. Even funny, mm-hmm. when it was this protest, like I said, about like uh, tribunal and everything, protests on the streets. So suddenly the new kind of party emerged and they were protesting on the streets and the all leftist parties, leftists, they wanted to be with them because the big protest on the street and they were saying, no, you get out, peace off. It's we, us now, we, we gonna, we want power. But you ended quickly. But yeah, they, they'll be fighting between each other. So I'm hoping. Mm-hmm. A wise man once told me that evil eventually collapses under its own weight. So I think you're right. And I, I, I think you're, you've got a good life guide there. Um, I think it's a very Polish attitude of uh, anti-communist, you know, fuck your rules. I'm going off into the forest. Um, I really wish I had, uh, I, I had, I had my own little miniature version of that this summer, but um, I wish, uh, I wish I had more Polish people living around me, honestly, because you guys are real, um, you know, rebels for sure. Start, start learning Polish because you said where you care. Yeah, we went through the older generation. I'm I'm quite like middle age. I went through the communism in eighties. I've seen whatever happens in Western Europe on the on the streets in Poland. It was scary initially, like in March when I saw what's happening here, all memories came back. Uh, I knew what's gonna happen. Uh, the way where the police officer was talking to me, I was thinking I was again ten years old boy and I could see like Polish police officer talking to me and I said to them guys you don't know what you're doing you don't even understand what's going what's going on around you but remember like second world war we went through it we're like uh, communism we went through it so eventually we have to get through this as well but what we have to do is not let them let's say the lockdown ends uh, and they say okay go back to work and that's it obviously they took away lots of rights from us we have to fight back we have to fight mm-hmm. back actually and what yeah. I'm hoping for is, uh, you know, the UK is popular, Ireland probably as well, like no win, no fee. The lawyers calling you, where you like hurt by lockdown and things like that. I'm hoping mm-hmm. for lots of cases like this, you know, I lost my business I and everything and you know, people have to sue the government. This is um, this is actually well on its way here in Ireland by a barrister by the name of Tracy O'Mahony. Um, so the, the things are in motion. You know, it's just, uh, yeah, wait, wait until the enemy ex- is exhausted, basically. Wait until the enemy has pissed off the people enough and you can land the final blow. Um, but you're absolutely right when we are told, hey, it's it's OK now. There's no more lockdowns. Uh, just go about and enjoy your life. We do have to say, well, hang on a minute. You took a few things away from me. Time to give them back. Exactly. So. Mm. You know, thank you for sharing your uh, insight, which is, um, you know, uniquely um, Polish oh. and uniquely from a, a co- communist um, oppression. I will be fighting, man. I lost few quid. I didn't lose much, but I did. I did. I did my savings during the lockdown because of the, I was selling property in London. I couldn't sell it. I, it's empty. I pay for it, and uh, I'm trying to buy. The house where I'm in the countryside, so I lost not only this because um, uh, personal freedoms. And I spoke to my local MP via emails, and uh, surprisingly, she was replying to me, trying to justify because she always was 
voting for lockdown and she was trying to justify with the data which I told her the data that for the last lockdown was proved wrong one hour after it was presented to us on TV. And then she said, no, I wasn't looking at that data, that, that, that this data. And I said, listen, I know personally two people who took their lives uh, uh, themselves. I, I lost a few quid. Uh, my daughter, obviously, I don't know how they can live with that when they tell our children, first of all, listen, you're going to drone in 10 years time all your house then you're gonna if you, if you survive you're gonna be killed by some terrorists and if you survive the, the deadly virus virus is gonna kill you so you know how can they do to these children and so i said to her listen and she was trying to excuse herself excuse her i said listen i don't care really i'm waiting for next elections and i'll do everything in my power you will never get elected again you lose your job so you better pay, pay off your mortgage you know in the next three years <laughs> that's it Yep, take names and numbers. Yeah, yeah, especially all those uh, Stasi snitches uh, who live in our neighborhood who uh, were very eager to call the police yeah. when we misbehaved. Yeah, couldn't couldn't believe, man, when they were banging the pants. Uh, <laughs> I was already out of London and I was in the house and I got I was going to sleep because I would wake up early morning. Uh, mm. like, well, like to my wife, what the hell is that, man? I got so scared. <laughs> Opened the window and I was like, what the hell are you doing, people? <laughs> and then, yeah, you say snitching. I, I couldn't believe it happens in the UK. I know Germany, Germans, they very like strict people. <laughs> says, but in the UK, I was so disappointed, you know. In a shop, I'm quite a big fellow. I never wore a mask. No one ever spoke to me. But I know they, they try to, they like to target women mostly. And like more mm. people. And the, 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 the other thing is, I came to UK and I liked it. It's like individualism. Do you different? Yeah. These are different people from different countries. Uh, everyone's different. I was told, I was told, I was pushed through my throat like for 10 years because I worked for a big company as well, uh, William Hill, bookmakers for like 10 years in UK. Everyone's different. Mm. Remember, don't ask him this, don't ask her that. Yeah, she may have like personal problems, so don't ask her. I was doing interviews, I was hiring people. Don't ask too many questions if they're good in maths, if they punctual, things like this. Don't ask them mm. personal. And now everyone, it doesn't matter, you woman, you man, black or, 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 or white, wear a mask. If you don't wear a mask, you're a bad person. If you don't uh, socially distance, you're a bad person. It doesn't matter who you person you are. That's the problem. It changed so quickly. Listen, there's a guy mm. who... Uh, in our party says, which is that's the best thing. If they, if the government tells you to, uh, you know, to spoil, obviously Jews are example because of the Second World War. Spoil Jews and never give them everything. You will because government tells you. But if a government tells you tomorrow, put them into the oven and like gas them, you will do mm. because you, all you do, you just listen to your government instead of using your brain. So that's a bad thing. Germans. Listen about Germans. It's not like they were Nazis in the 1940s, all of them. But they just they were just following bloody government. And government said, show them the enemy, said, look how, man, how much money they have. Let's gas them. Let's take them away from Germany. That's, the, you know, that's terrifying. Mm -hmm. But people remember these days, uh, those days, the, the past days. So I don't think it's going to happen this time. I, I see the resistance building and I'm... A very happy to see the persistence that the activists over there in the UK have with getting out into the streets in full numbers, 
in Ireland, we had a handful of protests um, at their height, maybe 10,000 people. And I, I think that's a pretty good turnout for an island of 7 million people, uh, especially in the capital when this country has such shit public transport and the lockdown was supposed to be in effect but the energy just isn't there so uh thank you for your efforts sebastian you and your friends and your community uh for being a shining example for us to look over to thank you so well, mate and we go in manchester on saturday because we're gonna support mm. people there we've been to london oh that was terrifying scenes like all the all the tears win you know about uk yeah like a t1 t2 uh, uh the, the the protests were allowed but during the last lockdown it was last saturday not last saturday saturday before um they said there will be no protests in london and they wanted wanted to show the government they're such a good servants police police and we went there they were beating up people crap out of them you know 150 over people arrested we've been there but after 20 minutes we were pushed away from the from the main uh, protest, so we, we decided, okay, let's go because we don't want to be arrested. But we're going this Saturday in Manchester. It's going to be big, huge, because Manchester is in a lockdown. He was in the lockdown before the, the main lockdown in uh, tier three. It was month of the lockdown, and now they again until Christmas in lockdown. They have enough in there. I'm going to keep my eye on that and see how the turnout is. I look forward to it, actually. Yeah. How are we doing mm-hmm. live on my Facebook? Mostly for Polish people, obviously my comments are in Polish because then again, mm, living here, you know, like I said, the Polish French community, uh, you're kind of under the radar, but it's going to come the time, especially when I promised my revenge to my local MP, I will start eventually. So I'm happy we met, you know, I'll start eventually speaking to like English speaking uh, stations, radios. I do my weekly uh, like uh, news from UK to Poland from UK, which are very popular. It's like, I had a few interviews today, but yeah, eventually I have to start speaking to like English speaking people because uh, yeah, it's a revenge, mate. (laughs) 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 For your eternal peace so that you can rest well in the grave, I think you need to, yeah, uh, take out a few of these people. It's It's very small margin was here. Uh, obviously, Labour is not my, you know, uh, I would never vote for any Labour, and, and I will not. But I will just, I, I know quite a lot of Polish people here. I think it's about 10,000 of us around here. I would just say, guys, it's better abstain, do not vote for this woman who destroyed the businesses. You know, Polish people, like you said, you said before about Polish shops, yeah? Builders, uh, uh, garages, uh, fixing cars. Uh, shops and everything, they all suffered, you know, they all suffered during the lockdown because they say you have to lock it down. Uh, so yeah, we, we, we came, uh, we came to UK, you know, to do our own businesses and the government is coming. Listen, churches, uh, I remember, you know, even my grandmother told me during Hitler, Stalin and during the communism, I remember nobody ever dared to close church. They said, no, okay. I remember when I was young, mm. when I was police on the streets, we could hide in the church and they wouldn't dare get inside. They wouldn't. And now they say, first time ever, you have to close it. You have to lock it down. Otherwise, we arrest hmm. you. Man, that was shocking. Now, that is a historical precedent. You're right about that. Oh. 
Shocking. Yeah. Well, keep speaking out, man. Uh, and yeah, eventually do speak uh, to an English audience. I know yeah. you're going to be doubling your uh, workload, by the way. Yeah, that's, <laughs> uh, the thing. that's the thing. But if I concentrate in here, then yeah, I'll, I'll think of eventually switch. I, I worked a long, long time with uh, like, like I said, I worked, I think, seven or eight years for William Hill. And I was doing quite well. I was eventually like district manager, but uh, uh, then I decided to move. I did private private jobs now, and then uh, yeah, I stick I stuck to the Polish community, and I just literally stopped uh, speaking English. I read a lot English because I, I listen a lot. I love Peter Hitchens, which which was I don't know if you know about it. He was the first and mm -hmm. uh, best speaker against the lockdown. Peter Hitchens, James Dellingpo, I don't yeah. know if. You, if I watch them, I love them, this guy. So I tried to get uh, in touch with the James Dellingpole because I love the guy who he's done. He's a, I think he's the only journalist. Like He used to be mainstream journalist, was he? But years ago. I don't know if you're aware of James. I'm unfamiliar with James Evanport. Yeah, uh, James, yeah, he, he was, but eventually he was rejected as well from BBC and everything when they turned left. But yeah, he's a, uh, yeah. Yeah. So you're on uh, Facebook, Twitter, uh, anything else? Uh, do you YouTube, upload to YouTube? YouTube channel is all Sebastian Ross. It's all Sebastian Ross. And I'm backing up myself now on Parler. But I know Parler is mostly American people are there. Uh, backing up. Uh, Dinesh de Souza, uh, Trump supporter, is on Parler. Is, is, mm. I think he's the big, big, biggest uh, following he's got there. And uh, yeah, but I think eventually some people move there. It's difficult now because lots of these these platforms, isn't it? You have, you have Rumble, mm -hmm. Twitch. Oh, loads of them. Yeah, one of them eventually and... will, will take over. Mm -hmm. Um, I I I hope a lot for Parlor, but uh, for the moment now it just seems to be um, right wing Google News, yeah. like. That's that's uh, all my feed ever turns out to be is uh, a news aggregator, basically. Um, a little more Twitter-like community feel would uh, boost their popularity, I believe. But yeah, yeah. Uh, definitely had a whole head over to Parliament. Eventually, Facebook would get it would grow old, old, and it would be like you know disabled, and <laughs> it's just it will eventually. If they're gonna if they wanna ban everyone, mm -hmm. eventually they're gonna become like a parlor, like left-wing parlor or whatever, you know, if they bar, if they bar everyone. <laughs> that, mm -hmm. That's what they're doing, really. Uh, Dolores K. Hill, ban banned probably from there. Uh, many people are banned from, from Facebook. Nobody's there, really. Yep, yep, closes in. Mm -hmm. Shall I let you go, Sebastian? Yeah, thanks a lot, mate. And yeah, hopefully I'll, I'll speak to you soon, you know, sometime. We'll see how it goes. Mm -hmm. and